You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome on all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Riders, your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, June 29th, 2023. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy. And I would like to remind you that the Ocho is presented to you by our friends at Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel our Dallas Cowboys. That is correct. Righteous Felon Jerky and Biltong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center training facility. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein. Biltong 32 and each meat stick appropriately has Ocho grams of protein. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, it has got to be good enough for you as well. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced all-natural black Angus beef and prides itself on superior quality revolutionary branding and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering go to righteousfelon.com and use discount code btb15 at checkout to get 15 percent off of your order that is righteousfelon.com discount code btb15 at checkout to get 15 percent off of your order all right so last week i had to record a couple of days in advance because at this time for me a week ago i was at the houston astros new york mets game it was super awesome great time my son got to have ice cream at a baseball game for the first time it was super cool uh the astros at the time of this recording, have what? Only won. Uh, they won that day, but they've only won, I think, one game since in L.A. Uh, so tough times right now, although uh, we are coming up on the Astros-Rangers series this weekend. And I know a lot of you are on the wrong side of that rivalry, but hey, uh, we're not here to talk about the Astros. We're here to talk about the Cowboys for full context. It is 2.18 p.m. Central Standard Time for me on Wednesday, June 28th. As I record this, um, we don't obviously have you know a lot of news that's happening right now in the NFL. That's just kind of the time of year it is, late June. But we did find out, uh, we've gotten a lot of questions about this. The Cowboys did announce their full training camp schedule on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, training camp for the Cowboys begins on Wednesday, July 26th, 11.30 a.m. Pacific is their first open practice. They do have the opening ceremony a couple of days later. So we have less than a month to go. That's the good news. News. The um, you know, not as good news is that we've got to be a little bit more patient. But again, I think it's worth mentioning that once training camp starts up, it's just kind of a ride, right? Like we've got training camp and then the preseason happens and you have that one week that is now the bye week between the preseason and the regular season. And then we're we're locked and loaded, right? Like the fall is almost here. It does sort of feel that way, right? Like I know my wife and I were kind of planning some stuff. Um, we're headed to California next weekend and just kind of like, wow, it's it's July already, right? Like you kind of blink and, and stuff tends to, to just kind of fly by at this pace. But anyway, 
um, as it is still the doldrums, or we are still in the doldrums of the offseason, I wanted to do something that I've actually never done at Blogging the Boys, but uh, we did it a few weeks ago on the SB Nation NFL show, myself, Pete Sweeney, Jeremy Reisman, and Rachel Prevet, and it's something that a very good friend of mine, Ed Valentine, does over at Big Blue View every year, uh, Big Blue View, SB Nation's home for New York Giants content. Um, I don't know how to describe this other than to do it very awkwardly. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, right now, I'm going to go through the off season, the upcoming season, um, kind of a, a combination of the two, uh, through the prism, through the lens of the alphabet. Uh, so um, I'll, I guess maybe the best thing I can do is explain what we did on the NFL show. We went through the alphabet letter by letter um, and used each letter as like a launching point, right? Like the, the first letter of your first, you know, word of your, you know, sentence had to start with that letter, right? So, you know, for the letter A, your first word of the sentence had to start with the letter A, so on and so forth for the rest of the alphabet. And what Jeremy P. Rachelle and I did was just kind of talk about current NFL storylines, things we're looking forward to, et cetera, et cetera. That's what Ed has done historically at Big Blue View relative to just the Giants. I'm going to do it right now relative to just the Cowboys. Now, I wrote about this. If you want to follow along at bloggingtheboys.com, you can head on over there. That article should be out uh, sometime Thursday afternoon. Um, so if you are an early bird to the episode, maybe it's not quite there yet, but it will be um, at some point. So I think you'll get the, the hang of it as we move along. So let's go ahead and start. And because it is the alphabet. We're starting with the letter A. So uh, my um, sometimes, you know, because <laughs> I obviously already wrote this. Some of them are just singular words. Some of them are sentences. Some of them are phrases, whatever. Anyway, for A, um, another year where the drought remains alive. And I wanted to get this one out of the way first. Um, it has been a very long time, obviously, since the Cowboys won the Super Bowl or appeared in the Super Bowl or appeared in the NFC Championship game. You know that full well. Um, I don't bring this up to upset any of us, just to acknowledge it. I mean, it, it is wild, right? Like, there's a generation of people who have never seen the Cowboys do these things. Um, something, you know, that I, when I'm really mad at the Cowboys, right, <laughs> that I uh, bring up a lot is, I mean, at the time of their last Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl 30, they had won five of them. That's nuts. Right? Like, they, they had won a sixth of all Super Bowls at the time. And I don't think that this gets enough attention. At the time, they had appeared in eight. Think about that. Of the 30 Super Bowls that had been played at the time in you know January 1996, uh, when our Sean Martin was born here at Blog and the Boys, the Cowboys had almost appeared in an entire third of every single Super Bowl. So it's crazy that we are almost that exact time frame removed from then where this drought has just been going on and on and on and on and on. And so I wanted to say I wanted to get it out of the way. We have 25 more letters to go, so let's move on. The letter B, big time expectations. Um, now, I, I recognize that that is um, a scary thing to say out loud if you're a Cowboys fan, right? Like, oh, oh no, I don't I don't want to expect anything from the Cowboys. They always, you know, when I expect things, they always do bad. It's, it's when I don't think they're going to do well that they always, you know, have a good season. The Cowboys are looking to be a playoff team for the third straight year for the first time since the 90s. Okay, do you know the last time they had a chance to be a playoff team for three years in a row? It was the 2008 season. A uh, good friend of the show, Bobby Belt, and I have talked about how that is one of the more talented teams in Dallas Cowboys franchise history to, to really kind of implode and, and not live up to their potential um, and their expectations. That season uh, was the one that ended at the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles, if you recall, 44-6. to And so we're talking about it has been 15 years since they had a chance, like that's a long time. I, like <laughs> that is a that's a decade and a half. I mean, like what what was going on? In, like in two thousand and eight, 
you know what uh i mean what like the dark knight had come out right like if you want to contextualize it that way um so it has been 15 years since they have had the chance to be a playoff team for three years in a row so um big time expectations in that sense you've got to take a step and we've seen um, I know the 2020 season was, you know, from a football standpoint, wonky for the Cowboys for a number of different reasons, but we've seen the Cowboys improve each and every year under Mike McCarthy. They have a Super Bowl winning head coach. We're going to get to that element of things in a little bit, but the expectations are very, 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 very high, and they should be. That's a good thing. Uh, speaking of, the letter C stands for championship moves. Now, I know we kind of, um, you know, express some doubt. Doubt's a good thing, by the way, um, because if you don't doubt things and, you know, you're not really believing in them. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, I know on, on the roundtable this week, we kind of talked about some doubt in the offense and offensive skill position players. If, if you did have a chance, by the way, to listen to the roundtable or watch it on our YouTube channel. Uh, but the Cowboys, to me, did make some championship moves. And again, you can laugh and roll your eyes and LOL and raffle, LMAO, whatever. Uh, but the trades for Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks signify a team that understands they're trying to win a world championship. And I think they deserve some credit for that. The letter D defense leads the way. So for me, um, I'm sure I've talked about this before. I would say the first year that, um, that the Cowboys became like my personality, (laughs) right? Like my identity, like, um, to, to the point that, you know, my, my personality and identity kind of moved and ebbed and flowed with, with how they fared uh, would probably be 2006. Obviously, I was into it before then, but that was really kind of when, when things took off uh, for me from a, a fanatical standpoint. Um, and ever since then, so like in my adult life, I'm 33 years old, in, in my adult, mature, you know, whatever, clear, conscious life, um, this is a team that has sort of been led by offense, right? And and we're not just like, oh, we're not, we're not projecting. Right? We're not like, oh, well, this looks like a team that's going to be really good on defense. You know, I think um, I think back to the Packers a year ago. Everybody was like, watch out. This defense is going to be really good. And that didn't really translate, obviously. This has been who they've been, right? Like, they've become this team that is dominated and led by their defense. And I used to think that that wasn't really sustainable in today's NFL. But then I look at a team like the 49ers as an example. And I'm not you know saying their offense is bad or anything like that. But you get my point. This is a team where the defense leads the way. And that's really a rare thing. Like that has never really happened, at least in my life, which is um, something that I thought was interesting. The letter E, empty words. Um, you know, <laughs> this one, this one was fun. I threw in a couple of silly ones and maybe you don't, maybe this is definitely not going to be what you, what you think it might be. Um, I, I, I see all the tweets that everybody does uh, about when Taylor Swift or whoever plays at AT&T Stadium or when there's an, another event or another concert or, you know, some like a rodeo or something. And it's like, well, they put up curtains for this, right? Like we know. All right. We know. We get it. They put up curtains for those events. They don't put them up for the games. We've relitigated the situation a number of different times. It's not going to change. It's not fun. I'm not happy about that, but it just kind of is what it is. So, like, you know, people want to say, like, oh, Jerry says he'd write a check to do this, blah, blah, blah. Those are some empty words, right? Like, if, if you really care about that, then put some freaking curtains up or some window tint or whatever the case may be. But anyway, that was a fun one. Uh, the letter F uh, stands for... For the first time in forever, uh, 10 years, uh, I think, right, in November that Frozen came out. Um, so for the first time in forever, um, Dak Prescott will not have Jason Garrett or a disciple of his um, in his ear, at his back, calling, running, uh, assembling, um, having a hand in his offense, right? You think about it from day one 
to you know this offseason Dak Prescott has had either Jason Garrett or a direct product of Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore as his kind of offensive backing as, as sort of the you know nucleus from a philosophical and disposition standpoint of the offense not anymore right like this is a complete and total new thing so literally for the first time in forever shout out to Elsa and Anna Dak Prescott operating under an entirely new offense the letter g stands for giddy up because these are the cowboys and it's hard to do this for 26 different letters the letter h stands for hip hip uh and i said that because i think that we should give three cheers to the cowboys front office we talked about the championship moves that they made and they acted with some urgency i mean we can sit here and i talked about the round table um halman mentioned on it that he was still upset about the amari cooper trade and i think we all are i think like you know most of us will never get over it on some level um but we should forgive them, right? <laughs> like this is a team, this is a front office specifically that acted like it learned lessons a year ago. So hip hip hooray, hip hip hooray, hip hip hooray. I could have also gone with hooray for the letter H, but I went with hip hip. Uh, the letter I, um, I'm just going to read you exactly what I wrote here. Uh, I wrote, I will be honest here. That was my I, and then I said and say that I is very difficult. Let's. Move. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Move on. Nothing to see. I is difficult. I thought about going illicit, but uh, then I remembered illicit was spelled with an E. So it's really difficult and really uncomfortable and embarrassing for me, even in my own head. Um, now I vocalize that embarrassment, so that's where we're at here. Uh, anyway, the letter J stands for Jalen Tolbert, and he's the only player who I listed out with uh, the letter. I didn't do like... You know, C.D. Lamb for C or Dak Prescott for D. Um, we've spent a lot of time, obviously, rightfully, talking about C.D. Lamb taking the next step in 2023, uh, becoming one of the top five, whatever you want to call him, wide receivers in the NFL. We spent a lot of time talking about Brandon Cooks, how he's the proper now Robin to C.D. Lamb's Batman. We've now, you know, I think the next phase of that has been talking about Michael Gallup and how he's another year removed from the torn ACL that happened in January of 2022. Um, if Jalen Tolbert... And I don't mean this to sound as, as negative as it does, but if he is even a halfway decent player in 2023, then we, I mean, you know, we're cooking with some gas here. Um, you know, if, if Jalen Tolbert is a solid NFL wide receiver, you're talking about in a perfect world, again, you got CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, and a halfway decent Jalen Tolbert. I mean, that is something to be very, very, very excited about. Uh, let's move on to the letter K, uh, King of Tenure. Um, this week on the NFC East mixtape, one of my song submissions was uh, Love Song by Sarah Bareilles. I thought about going with King of Anything, um, but this was King of Tenure, not King of Anything. Um, and no matter how many times I see it, no matter how many times I read it, no matter how many times I say it. I cannot believe that Dak Prescott is the longest tenured starting quarterback in the NFL with his specific team, obviously, because you do have players like Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins and, you know, Aaron Rodgers that are on different teams than they were, uh, you know, when they started their careers. But 
That is nuts. And we can sit here and we can talk and we can complain, rightfully so, about how the Cowboys haven't done anything for the last 30 years. I mentioned that 2006 year. That was the kind of end of the quarterback drought specifically, right, for the Cowboys, right? Like the, the post-Aikman era. I mean, that era was... I want to say small because it was really painful, but we're talking about now for 17 years. It's about to be, you know, this this October will mark 17 years that Tony Romo sort of full-on took over for Drew Bledsoe at halftime of Monday Night Football against the New York Giants. For 17 years, the Cowboys have had a franchise quarterback that, while you may have had a problem with them at one point or another, has been good enough for them to win a Super Bowl. So we could sit here and we can point fingers like, ah, ha, ha, you know, Packers, you only got, you know, two Super Bowls between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and ha, 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 Indianapolis Colts only got one between Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. We're in that boat, too. Like, I'm not putting Romo and Dak on, on those levels or anything like that, but, like, this is a team, our team, that, that has had, you know, viable, good enough quarterback play for 17 years now, and you've you've got to cash in at one point or another on that front uh the letter l stands for las vegas the home of super bowl 58 that one was easy oh i lied on the jalen tober thing uh the letter m stands for micah parsons i know that micah has said i actually think that micah's done a really good job this offseason of saying the right things not that i i don't think he means them um i loved his quote um earlier this week about um what was it like lions and safaris and you know the safaris go look at the lions and they're they don't flinch whatever um Mike has done a great job of saying, like, I don't care about sacks. I'm kind of over sacks. I just want to I want to be an impact player. This has got to be the defensive player of the year season for Micah. And I don't say that like, oh, he's got to do it now. Like, I'm not saying it in a pressure way, but, like, it just makes sense. You know, like, it, it, this is Micah's award to lose as far as I'm concerned. And, again, that's not the full goal. I recognize that. I'm, I'm not arguing opposite. But I think this is Micah's defensive player of the year season. Uh, that's my personal opinion. The letter N stands for new. Uh, and I talked about the um, – the departure of the, you know, Garrett Tree, Garrett Branch, and Kellen Moore. Um, the letter N stands for new. This is a new offense. This is Mike McCarthy's offense. And I know, and I've talked about this many times, that maybe you or someone you know is not a fan of Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy has his doubters. What I'm going to say, the next sentence I'm going to say out loud, is going to upset some people, the people that, that don't believe in Mike McCarthy. And it's the, the sentence isn't like, Mike McCarthy's awesome. You're wrong. You're stupid. You're dumb. The sentence is this. This is the season. This is the reason why we, our team, why the Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy. This is it, right? And it may not work, right? Like, But but this this is it. This was the reason. The reason was to bring in a head coach with a Super Bowl-winning offensive pedigree and to do that, that this is it. This is literally it. This was li- literally the reason why. And so if you're not excited about that, like if you're somebody who, who does doubt Mike McCarthy, I think at the very least in an exploratory, you know, uh, an uh, uh, examination sort of way, you should be excited about it because we are going to get an answer. That is a point. That is a drum that I have pounded for a long time now. This is the reason. Three years later, we finally, you know, we, we got a, for our, our birthday or Christmas or whatever, we got a microscope and one of the, you know, what are the, they call it? I don't know what they're called, but the little like plastic things that you put the stuff between like the stuff. Um, we got that and we've had to wait three years to put it under the microscope to look at. And we finally get to do that. So I'm excited about that. The letter O stands for Ocho. No, I'm just kidding. Stands for optimism. I said at the beginning of this month and I did a podcast about it and a month, you know, like, like June 1st feels like a hundred years ago. <laughs> I don't know if I'm alone in that. Um, but I said this then, because I, I remember I used the word June. Um, this is the most confidence, the most optimism I've had 
about the Cowboys in a month of June, in the month of June, rather, in a very long time. Like, if, if you look at the version of RJ in June 2022, June 2021, right? You get my point, June 2020, June 2019. There has not been a June where I have felt this good about this team in a very, very, very long time. That in and of itself means nothing, but I do think it is partly emblematic of the way the Cowboys front office and team and coaching staff, et cetera, et cetera, have gone about this offseason, and that is an exciting thing. The letter St- uh, I was going to say the letter St, goodness, the letter P stands for please, because, um, you know, Mind your P's and Q's, uh, be nice, you know, manners, whatever. Um, and I wrote this. We are asking very nicely. So we're saying, please, Cowboys, take care of your pending. I could have gone with pending, too. Uh, contract situations involving a handful of different players. And these players all have different contract situations. And, you know, there's there's different levels of uh, pressure or, you know, time or whatever associated. But the Dak Prescott extension, the CeeDee Lamb new deal, the Trayvon Diggs new deal, Terrence Steele, and Tyler Biotis, right? Like Tony Pollard, if you want to throw him in the mix, too. All these it would be great to have them taken care of. <laughs> That's kind of how we feel. So P, uh, the letter Q, this was difficult too. So I, this was low hanging fruit. Um, so I went with it. Question. Um, and the biggest, in fact, the real only question, I have two questions about the Cowboys. The small one is who's going to be the kicker on this team, but I've sort of resigned on that and I'm just kind of willing to be patient. Um, but my, my big question, the big question is, what's this offensive line going to look like? And it's kind of a, a weird question because I can answer it, right? It's not like a, an answerless question. I can answer, you know, what I think the, the, the group's going to look like left to right. You know what I'm saying? If it were me, if it were up to me, if we could turn injuries off, it'd be Tyron, Tyler, Tyler, Zach, and Terrence. But is Terrence going to be healthy? Is Tyron going to stay healthy? Right? Like all the, those are all things that have to kind of be weighed and, in, 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 you know, pros and, and cons out, you know, against one another. Um, so that's my big question. The letter R stands for RJ. Just kidding. Uh, stands for respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. That's not my point, you know, with bringing up the letter R for respect. Uh, what I am going to tell you is that this is a team that has won 12 games in each of the last two years. That's two of the three years that Mike McCarthy has been their head coach. This is a team that won a playoff game this year, uh, this past year. On the road, this is a team that went 4-1 and one without Dak Prescott. It's okay. Like it, It's okay to say that they're very good, right? Like You can say that. They deserve their props, so give them their respect. Uh, the letter S stands for slow and steady. Um, something I've said before, too, and I think about the 2015 Cowboys a lot with this, and I've, I've made the point with them. I thought all the offseason that year, that was now eight years ago, I thought that that team acted like they could go right back. They could start the 2015 season in the divisional round at Lambeau Field where Des caught it and go punch it in and go to the NFC Championship game. And you can't do that, right? Like you can't – this is a marathon. It is a slow and steady proposition and – you know, I, I know I relearned that lesson. I've learned that lesson many times, but I relearned that lesson this past season after week one, after the loss, after the Dak injury and all that stuff. It is a slow and steady thing. You cannot win, and therefore you cannot lose the Super Bowl in September, in October. So let's just remember that. Let's just remember it's a slow and steady sort of thing. Uh, the letter T stands for time. Um as in, it is time to put Jimmy Johnson in the Ring of Honor. It is past time, well past time. Those are literally the words I wrote in the article. Um, I don't have anything else to say on that. I know nobody else does, but you know, since this, you know, 
alphabet kind of encapsulated the offseason. We, you know, they have to get that in at some point. Um, the letter U, this was, was a little bit tougher than I thought it was going to be, actually, um, stands for under, even though I'm not taking it. Um, at the time of this recording and writing, our friends at DraftKings have the over-under for the Cowboys at 9.5 wins on the season. That is so low. If you're taking the under or you know somebody that's taking the under, you are doing this wrong. Now, the over is minus 165, the under plus 140, just for full context here. But again, this is a team that has won at least 12 games in each of their last two seasons. And obviously, 2020, their starting quarterback missed a lot of time. A lot of other things happened, et cetera, et cetera. Even in 2019, if you go back one more year, and granted, there were only 16 games in the regular season at that time in 2020 as well, the Cowboys went 9-7. and seven. And 2019 was a broken year for the Cowboys in a lot of ways that featured three losses in a row after starting off the season 3-0, and one of those to the Jets when Sam Darnold came back and all that stuff. I mean, they're just not a team that 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 wins nine or fewer games if they're healthy that's my point so do not take the under the letter v um is the letter of the encyclopedias um that joey bought in that episode of friends so that was good that was early i think that was like season four uh but anyway um similarly to joey kind of learning about all the letters that started with the letter v or the words that started with the letter v i went with volcanic um because i wanted a cool word here um and in I'm really positive on the Cowboys, um, really, really high on them, really bullish on them. Um, but I will say because of all these like, well, it's trending in the right direction, right? Like all this positivity, like there is a lot of bubbling. Um, and so that bubbling is going to spill out one way, right? <laughs> like, like if it isn't positive, it's going to be negative. So I do think we are in uh, for a volcanic eruption, whether that's, you know, bubbles and smiles and you know sunshine or like liquid hot magma remains to be seen uh the letter w stands for win because you know that's the point um the letter x uh stands for xxx uh not as in triple x the movie with vin diesel um as in that was the last super bowl that the cowboys won super bowl 30 um X was really hard. I, I actually Googled um, words that start with the letter X, and I couldn't find anything um, to kind of work with here, so apologies. The letter Y stands for yes. Um, and, and my point with yes is, like, you can believe. Like, you can trust. Yes, you can you can, you can can believe in the Cowboys. It's okay. There are no rules against it this season. Um, and the letter Z finally stands for Zenith, which is where I hope we are with this team, just in Zenith. Um, so, yeah, that was it. I hope you liked that. I had fun with it, although, like I said, it was harder than I thought. Um, it was going to be it. I thought we would kind of fly through it. I mentioned that we did it on the NFL show. And part of, I think, what made that easy was we divided it. Um, and so I didn't have to do 26 sliders. I only had to do eight that day. So um, it is what it is. But let me know what you have to say. Let me know what you would have done for the letter X, maybe. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I am at RJ Ochoa. I'm RJ.Ochoa on TikTok. If you want to send me an email, you can do that also rj.ochoa.espnation.com. Um, this episode is dropping on Thursday, June 29th, as mentioned. And also on Thursday, June 29th, we are dropping the second uh, episode of our training camp preview series on our YouTube channel. Um, so this is a YouTube exclusive. Uh, we're not podcasting this because uh, there are some visual elements involved. Uh, and what we're doing, what I'm doing, is taking a look at every position on the Cowboys ahead of training camp, obviously, in the countdown to, um, to July 26th. So we did quarterbacks earlier this week. Um, today's video, Thursday, uh, we're looking at the offensive line. After this, we'll do running backs. I'm going to kind of obviously round out the offense before we get to the defensive side of the ball. So head on over to the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel and check that out. And uh, yeah, let's do that. Other than that, though, if you're a Rangers fan, I hope it's a tough weekend for you from a sports standpoint. You know, it's my Astros. Got to close this gap. Um, but 
other than that, I hope you eat something delicious. I hope you watch a great movie. And um, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have the best day of all time. I hope you have the greatest day ever. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.